It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of Romaine, Dot com today. What's up, Heard That Nation listening in the United States and around the world? You are listening now to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. Or if you're watching, please click and subscribe there on YouTube. Share with your friends. Tell everyone what's going on. And if you hear all kinds of noise in the background, then my guest is somewhere sunny in Ohio. I know. I can't believe it. It's actually somewhat nice weather in Ohio today. But uh, she is my kind of like my goat guru of all things golf and Ohio sports. So if you're an Ohio fan, if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, Cincinnati Reds fan, you may want, you definitely want to listen up to this because she's going to, I'm going to let her pretty much just take over the floor on the things that she likes, don't like, uh, especially on the don't like part when it comes to her Cincinnati Reds. Uh, she's born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, she's an avid golf fan, a baseball fan. I absolutely just 
I, I, I love her. She's just love you, Marissa. Absolutely, love you, just absolutely amazing. Long years of friendship. Everybody, welcome Rachel Wanamaker to the podcast. How are you doing today, Rachel? I'm great. I am great. 16 Cincy, so it is all good. Got her Starbucks sort of in hand. I'm all jealous. Oh yeah. I got my, I got <laughs> my, I got my water. water. I'm trying to be good. <laughs> I guess I'm not. Somebody's <laughs> taking one for the team, so you're enjoying your, your Starbucks there. So shout out to Starbucks Starbuck. for making delicious drinks. There it is. All right. So before we came on there, because um, last time Rachel and I tried to do our wonderful show, the powers of be of technology wanted to, you know, take away her greatness. So we're going to give it a try again. And uh, hopefully that they'll let us do what we do. Two sports chicks talking about things that we love and things that uh, get on our nerves and so forth. It's all wrapped up in this wonderful, pretty package with a big bow on top called sports. So absolutely. We were talking before we came on the show about the brackets and I was in 10 pools this year because I was talking a whole lot of smack on Twitter. So I got invited to a whole lot of pools. At least four of my brackets uh, RIP the first day with all the upsets that happened. Uh, so how did your bracket do? My one remaining bracket, and I said it on the last show that Jaron Matt got me. Jaron, I was in his pool and he got me with Baylor. It was down to me and him. I had Gonzaga. Knew for sure that possibly they were going to, you know, do something that hasn't been done since the Indiana Hoosiers in 76. And as everybody knows, that didn't happen. So how did your bracket do? Who did you have? I actually had your Michigan winning it all. See, which, I, that's a big thing for an Ohio girl. So I was just, you know, your your coach and just what he's been doing the past couple seasons is just. National Coach of the Year. Everybody sure. recognize yes. Coach Juan. Yes. yes. For sure. For sure. 90s all you know just a legend of your uh of your college up there so that is who i had won it all um and the baylor won it now it's awesome the first championship for that school ever which is huge mm -hmm. um but yeah i love march madness and it was not disappointing it was good this is nice to see uh that just adrenaline and gonzaga getting that the last Hail Mary of the uh, three-pointer, who actually, um, didn't he just draft? Uh, yeah, it was he's going to go in the it was, it NBA, was yeah. Yeah, against uh, yes. UCLA that knocked out my Wolverines, yeah. It was a good team. Yes. And, and, and I said on my previous show that UCLA, and I know many people did, they took them for granted. I, I did for not sure. realize they went from the first four to almost the championship game. This is a team that a lot of people slept on. Young squads, I think they have like one, maybe two seniors. Majority of this team is going to be back. No one's transferring. Everybody bought into Mick Cronin and what he uh, is bringing to that squad who just started, I think, a two or three, been two or three seasons that he's now has been with the team. Um, he, he's, a, he's a phenomenal coach. One of those coaches that are under the radar does not get a lot of appreciation. And these guys dialed in, and they were absolutely outstanding throughout this tournament. I mean, I, I completely – um did not see that coming with this ucla team yeah i mean mccronin was a uc bearcat for a long time mm -hmm. coaching uh assistant for so long he's a 513 boy i'm so happy for him and he got an extension so good good for him and, and then well my deserved. bear yeah absolutely absolutely well deserved for him and mm -hmm. i gotta say that this tournament while it was a good one you and i talked 
extensively. And Rachel and I talk a lot about uh, different things, different news, things that happen and, and try to keep each other in the loop. And I say Rachel is a guru at all that because she'll tag me in a whole lot of stuff that's breaking news. <laughs> yeah, and 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know. I, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Yeah, I, I, I definitely um, look at all that or, you know, I'll, I'll nod off and then wake up and all of a sudden I see an alert from you and then followed <laughs> by all the alerts afterwards. No, that sounds but about right. This was an eye-opening season that I think that woke up uh, the NCAA in it, what it should have been doing the whole entire time. And that is practicing what they preach when it comes to equal things for the men's and for the women's sports. And we saw that pretty much in the center of the news. I said this previously of one of the players, I believe from Oregon, that yeah. took a, um, did a TikTok video of their weight room versus the men's weight room. And it right. blew up from there. And coaches like Muffet McGraw and Gino Ariyama and Kim Mulkey and other coaches of the NCAA pretty much just called out the, the powers of be of the NCAA and said, why is this a surprise now? Because all of this has been happening from the swag bags. I mean, the swag bags. Everything. Everything. The food. Yeah. Everything. And Merchandise. The, <laughs> yeah, the merch. Yeah, the, the swag. Didn't the swag? Somebody had it on their um, on, on their social media platform. The swag yeah. from the men's team basically took up half of their bed. Right. You know, and then the women's. What did they get? Like a mask, a little uh, bag to carry, a couple of little cute miscellaneous items, things. Tissues, yeah. Chapstick, right. Know, Might as well be. Right. What, what was your thoughts about that whole entire thing of the NC? AA being called out by a student athlete during this tournament and do you honestly think that they're going to actually uh one do you actually believe their apology that they should do better mark emmert hopefully that he'll listen to this podcast who knows and two um do you think that they're going to make the changes as they say they're going to do and make the uh make it better for women's uh sport athletes in college for the First, my whole thinking when I saw that was, did they, did the NCAA really think that they were going to get away with that? Like, I, I'm just, my head just like, I was flabbergasted. And it just seems like they, it would make more sense. It would make everybody's life easier who was in charge of the merchandise, the food, the weights, that their lives would be easier to go across the board. Like everything, like not the big weights, not the small... It just seems like it just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. They should be ashamed of themselves. Multi-billion dollar company. You can't, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't play collegiate sports, but, I mean, women, I feel like, work just as hard, if not harder, to get their their scholarship to, you know, all these things that you have to do to, to excel in your education and, you know, in your... Um, collegiate uh sport so i i'm just really confused why that's okay like this world is so wrong in so many ways of equality from you know race and gender and just i think that's the thing about sports is that i think you and i can agree on that we love about it is that we watch sports to get away from life mm -hmm. and for the ncaa to like at to for to at, have this add to the news mm -hmm. just makes things more like it's not it shouldn't even be on the news it should not be a thing mm -hmm. like women ju work just as hard as men if not harder to get where they are and it just shouldn't be an issue like it should 
it's a no-brainer. I don't I really understand. I agree with you on that. I, I agree with you on that. And hopefully that the NCAA, Mark Emmert, who is the, the head of the NCAA and his committee, will actually take it into consideration and actually see, since you know this whole thing is apparently brand new to them, that they will make this better for the men's, for the women's, especially the women's, and you know hold up to their standard and and make this better overall you know when it goes because evidently the end of this year or before the end of this year when majority of the sports will be fully open uh you're gonna have you know packed stands you're gonna have you know student athletes and students yeah. and, and i mean stuff is going to come back somewhat 80 to 85 percent normal hopefully people will continue to wear masks and social distance and you know that sort of thing but right i mean it, you're right rachel it is something that we escape sports is something that we escape from away from the chaos away from all this right. to just enjoy two two and a half hours of our favorite particular team doing yeah. you know basketball baseball softball football you know whatever it is so hopefully the ncaa will get that all together and and make it better we hope um, right just one one other thing to add to that. Um, when she did the TikTok, uh, the forward from Oregon, I believe, um, she said that it wasn't about money. So like the NCAA said it wasn't about money, it's about room. And she like flipped the camera and was like, you see all this space? <laughs> it's like, why? Why? Like if money was the issue, because obviously, you know, there's more money that comes in for men, uh, collegiate sports which mm -hmm. would make sense mm -hmm. if that's the argument mm -hmm. but the argument that the NCAA made doesn't make sense mm -hmm. like it's not I yeah to make it better what they need to right. do is hold themselves accountable you said yeah. one thing you went on TV you tried to mm -hmm. do damage control so now right. hopefully you will you know be a person and honor your word and make sure that you're going to you know practice what you preach after being called out and make sure that it's better this time around for the student athletes that did stay uh, because they got some of the seniors, you know, took advantage of the extension to be, right. you know, fifth year senior or, you know, uh, sixth year senior or eligible, you know, the transfer portal to a different college or whatever the case may be, you know, they get that kind of equality treatment all across the board. And so that we do not have an issue like this when it comes to, you know, fall sports, winter sports, and going into 2022. So hopefully they get that taken care of and everything. So you being a golf uh, advocate, and again, I, I learned so much from you when it comes to golf. We had a short turnaround for the Masters because the Masters, Dustin Johnson won it in November, and then yes. we, they went back to the resume schedule in April. And right. this one, this was an interesting Masters. Masters. I did try to catch some of it. Um, you know, and I was, you know, messaging you back and forth and seeing, you know, who was doing good and who was messing up and everything else. And it was surprising some of the names you gave me that looked like that they were doing good because I would check the leaderboard, see how they're doing. Right. And then at night, um, CBS Sports would, would replay uh, the, the tournaments uh, that already happened. And the weather was not kind to no one. The wind yeah. conditions was not kind to no one. Um, some of these golfers, and talk about it a little bit, some of the golfers that you thought were going to do very well, shout out to Hideki Matsuyama. He ended up winning it, first title ever um, for Japan, I believe, men or women's. Uh, so, you know, I know that everybody in Japan was up shouting, cheering, and everything else because he's a, a big figure in 
that country of Japan. So he earned it. He was the one that, you know, made adjustments. And I watched a lot of it the last day. Yeah. Sunday is the best day. Yes. yes. Sunday's I make sure day. I take that off. <laughs> yeah. I make sure I take off Sunday on yeah. the Masters. I'm so, just like, I mean, right. you got your notables that weren't in it. It was no Mickelson. There was no uh, Justin Johnson, you know, last year's winner. There was no Tiger, unfortunately, with the injuries that he sustained in a car accident. So, you know, you pretty much had an open field of, of contenders in there. So who did you think that did well, even though they didn't win it? And who were you surprised by that you thought was going to win it? but just basically fell off the radar. Yeah, so I was, I didn't know a lot of the top 10 on the last day. Um, it got very interesting, the last four holes that went, the, he won by one stroke. Mm -hmm. So almost went into sudden death, which would have been even more um, entertaining. But um, I was surprised that Dustin Johnson didn't make the cut. He was like plus two or plus three. Mm -hmm. um, I thought Jordan Spieth was gonna was gonna make a run for it. He he struggled the last, um, I believe, the 15, 16, 17. His putter just did not want to go. He had a lot of um, three putts, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Because mm -hmm. um, he just won in Texas the week before. Right, which that surprised three, me though. too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and he's a Texas boy, and um, and that was you know awesome for him. Over a thousand days, I believe, for before he won another um, another win. So, yeah, Jordan Spieth was on a lot of people's radar, but I didn't even – I was really happy for, for him who won. It was actually his first um, major as well. So to go in as the first male Japanese professional golfer to win the Masters and, him, and that be his first major is right. a really big deal in, in the world of golf. And uh, seeing all of the uh, Twitter from Tiger Woods and – uh, Dustin Johnson and all those guys that were supportive of him, and uh, you know, golf is just one of those games. It, it, it's the match is my favorite, my favorite major of the year, and uh, it did not disappoint. What did you think about the short turnaround? Because some people, and I was, I was, and I, I'm such a uh, a big advocate of reading what people say. You know, Dustin Johnson didn't get a chance to enjoy a full season as a champion. It went from November to April, you know, where, why didn't it go from November to November? Well, the tradition is unlike any other, and it's always falling in April. Right. You had some people that wasn't happy about he didn't get his full uh, due as far as enjoying his championship for the full season until the Masters came around again that, you know, an entire year. So what were your thoughts about it for the quick turnaround from November back to April where it normally is? Well, I was excited that it, it happened because I didn't know about, you know, with the pandemic and everything going on, I was kind of afraid that we weren't going to have a Masters. So the fact that we had one is really good for golf. Uh, my second comment would be, I really like Dustin Johnson's comment. I read that when a, a reporter asked him about that. And he's like, basically said, I don't care. I'm a champion. I have my jacket. And that's kind of what he is. And I'm like, wow, because a lot of people would be like, you know, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the athletes would be like, you know, I didn't have it long enough. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that you'll always be a champion right. at Augusta and you'll always be at the dinner and you'll always be, it'll always be a tradition. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was a really cool thing for him to say. And, um, yeah, that was his dream come true. And golfers just, it's, I think that's just one of those, uh, bucket list kind of deals to, to experience. I, I, I agree with you. And like you, I had to like look up some of these golfers because yeah. I'm going, 
Who who is this? I felt bad. Will Zalatoris. <laughs> I, I, I've never heard of him, but he nothing. played absolutely amazing, especially yeah. the third round. The mm-hmm. third round, he, he was, yeah. he was doing major things happening in the, in the, in the last, um, the last day, uh, Xander Shoffley, I've heard of him, uh, pretty much, uh, Tony Finale was in the top 10 and it was just like ties, like him and Shoffley and Speed tied for third, Rom and, uh, Leishman tied for fifth, Justin Rose, who's one of my favorites to watch. Uh, he he, I thought he was going to win it, actually. I so too. Actually, right. I the rain king we were talking about. Yeah. Yes. I and then there's so no venom. That's the thing about golf. It's like it's all it's a psychological. And it's like you get that rhythm going and then the rain came. And I'm like, yeah, man, that, that rain delay, struggle. that rain delay was a shift. In my opinion, it, yeah. it, it shifted everything. Who you thought was going to pull out the win. Right didn't do it or they faltered or they bogeyed. Like I said, the the course, those several days, especially third and fourth day, I would say parts of second was not anybody's friend, but you know, Hideki Masuyama, you know, found a way and won it. Um, it Looked like it was going to be sudden death between him and Zalatoris. And he held on to win it and, you know, good for him. Um, Good for him, absolutely. Well deserved, well deserved. So MLB is back, baby. Baseball is back. America's pastime. And of course, here in Texas, they packed out the stadiums. I want to see my Tigers, hopefully, my oh. Tigers figure out who they are. I think that AJ Hinch is going to somehow help this team. I don't know. Right now, we swept the Houston Astros and then forgot how to show up against uh, the Oakland A's. Good. This Astros <laughs> are a bunch of, a bunch of cheaters. Good Lord. Right. So <laughs> and it was in Houston, which was right. which was impress impressive. Yeah. My Tigers did it in Houston and then went to California and I don't know if it was a time change or the California sun or whatever the case is. They just could not get it together, even though they had some solid pitching from a couple of pitchers. Our offense one day will figure out that they're getting paid a lot of money to I don't know, catch a ball, get an out Maybe. that something something. That's all I got. Cincinnati Reds are sitting pretty good, 9-6 record. Right now this week they have the Diamondbacks. They are at the Cardinals, and they go right into next week uh, with the Dodgers and then ending one of the games out of the three series against the Cubs. What – and you and I talked about this, and I'm going to let you just completely unleash. Mm -hmm. Team leaders on your beloved Reds are Castanellos. He's at a 295 uh, batting average and got 18 hits, and you got Naquin with six home runs and 15 RBIs. Now – before Rachel and I came on here, we were talking about her guy, Castanellos, and a ridiculous, ridiculous upheld ruling of his two-game suspension, which is absolutely foolish. Um, if you were living under a rock, Castanellos was hit by a pitch uh, as he was talking, giving the ball back, running the first base. He basically shot at let's F and go. All mayhem broke loose. People, you know, it was more than just him that was involved. But apparently, apparently the powers that be right there on the diamond, all the umpires and everybody else zoomed in on Castanellos and was just like, you know what? You were the cause of this. You made this happen. You started the whole ruckus and the bench clearing. You're going to be the one that pays the penalty. And it seemed like that they completely forgot that he was hit by a pitch. So go ahead and and first speak of how you think your team is going to end out the rest of this month Mm -hmm. and uh, how many wins they're going to get. And then I want you to speak on your frustration with the MLB and the powers that be when it comes to these ridiculous suspensions of people that it was just either one person involved, more person involved, and they target down to your guy, uh, Nick Castanellos. So, you know, 
um, baseballs. We've been what in for like about a month, three weeks, three weeks in the baseball. And my guy, India, that that um, rookie, he will might be probably the rookie of the year. He's good. He keeps going. He yeah. is a beast. He's from good. Florida. He won a championship with Florida. He is a. Uh, I just really love his um, enthusiasm, mm -hmm. and I just having younger guys on our squad. Uh, I feel like we just needed that encouragement, especially losing the the Blues by one, one run, one one run. So I thought of you when I saw that. I saw the highlights oh. of that, and I was going to text you a sympathy text, and I'm like, oh, she ain't trying know. to hear it right now. Try <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to hear one. One run, guys. Two games, one run. Neither one. But anyway, but I think that that's part of the chip on our shoulders that we just needed that momentum. And India was um, definitely a uh, an awesome pick. So I am very happy for him. I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year if he continues to go the way he's going. Uh, Bado, he is shockingly hitting the ball. Mm -hmm. He's been playing a lot of good defense. Um, and I, because I, uh, he has a couple more years on his insane insane contract but i think he's gonna be a hall of famer one day um joe everyone loves joey Votto in the city um but yeah if we making it to the playoffs would be just incredible like we need that we haven't been to the playoffs since 2012 i think mm -hmm. yeah since jay bruce hit that walk off yep. yeah i i just um you know baseball is like a holiday in this city, especially opening day, it's like Christmas. Um, and I'm just happy we're in first place, right? We're in first place? Mm-hmm. We are nine and six, right? Yeah. Nice so we're two and four place, away. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two and four away. We need a uh, good Lord. We have some work to do. But as long as we're going to hit the ball, I just feel like we're not hitting. We don't have enough hits. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the deal is. But, but yeah, I'm excited about this season, and hopefully we can turn things around and, and get in the playoffs. I just I, I I think that you all have a stellar team. I think that you may end out. Uh, I just think the only possibly challenge at the end of this month, going into this month, is possibly the Dodgers. But I can see you know your squad getting possibly a sweep out of the Diamondbacks. You know a little bit of issue with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers going to give your team a, revenge. You know Dodgers going to give your team a little bit of issues there. The Cubs took again, a picture. Yeah. The took Cubs, a picture. <laughs> the Cubs, the Cubs is just like which Cubs team is going to show up? They're my Tigers team. Yeah, gonna, which which Tigers team is going to show up? It's going to be where right. the pitcher is going to be phenomenal. The office is going to be on sync. Everybody's bats are fire. Or it's going to be right. the pitcher is on sync, and then as soon as we pull them, we put our relief in, and then you know a thud. You know, kind of like the Rays. Yeah, the, like the right, like the Rays. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so, right, so I'm. What's yeah. your thoughts about the Castanello's uh, ridiculous suspension? I don't understand why the catcher didn't get suspended or why the pitcher didn't get suspended. Mm -hmm. The catcher grabs him by the neck and didn't get anything. Mm -hmm. but, and then the pitcher hit him through a ball on his shoulder. So how? why didn't he get anything? Because still he got two-game suspension. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I'm really confused. Like, why? Like, that adrenaline rush was totally called for. Like you get me in the shoulder, like it's like just everybody at... accountable. Right? Yes, absolutely. What is that? Is that a thing? I'm confused. I... You're right. You're right. <laughs> do that, okay? 
But yeah, I just think that I just who watched that video? Like how what logical sense did that make? I was just I read it, um, you know, obviously you know everybody first thing they do is probably, you know, look at your your social media when you wake up instead of the you know, the newspaper. Mm-hmm. You know, and I saw that. I'm laying in bed and I'm like, seriously, it got upheld. Like who made that decision? Like that is absolutely insane. I'll In any say, other world, that would be insanity. It's crazy. They gotta, do, they gotta do better. I mean, it's unfortunate that you know he's gonna miss. And correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it said he's gonna miss the two games. Yeah. Um, with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um, which, which, okay. I guess it, uh, if it's right. gotta be against the Diamondbacks, you know, so be it. Yeah. Um, Not the Dodgers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, I mean, sure. Arizona right now is sitting six and ten. You know, they're second to last in the West Conference. In the you know right. in, in in their in the West area you know in the National League, I... it's the principle, right? I mean, it's always the principle. It is. Always I don't know. I wish but you would take your hottest player out, and, you know, yeah, our, teach you him know. a lesson. So be it. But right. you know, I I just think. Wait, you what know, did he say? Wait, I quoted it. He said it said um ah oh, Rachel. Get 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 the quote because I gotta I gotta quote. I gotta hear I gotta hear the quote. <laughs> Oh, so Michael Hill made this decision, uh-huh. MLB's senior VP for on-field operations. Whack. On-field operations. Okay, so his job is to watch videos, right? For, quote, aggressive actions for instigating a bench-clearing incident. So no, so he instigated a bench-clearing right. So if you're going to punish him, then punish everybody that was involved that, I don't know. Yes. You make it right. look, he made it look like that Castanellas was fighting air. <laughs> exactly. If he yeah, was the only one out. responsible, right. he was fighting air. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you like that? Like, come on, dude. Like, you hit me in the shoulder ninety miles an hour. How do you? How do you expect me to react? Like, I'm really, I don't aggressive actions. Well, hopefully, your guys take care of business oh. against the Diamondbacks. I think they will. Uh, yeah. Possibly two out of three games or a sweep. It, I mean, if you get swept sweep. by the Diamondbacks, I'll, I'll be shook. But I don't see that happening. Uh, they have got you know similar issues with their with their offense as well, uh, sitting at the same record as my beloved Tigers, six and ten. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I just I just think they'll take care of business. Castanellas will come back hotter than ever. Um, I have him hmm. picked already. Early, early, early prediction as an MVP candidate. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm all, still I'm it. Deep, early, I, early. I had him yeah. before the season started as a possible MVP candidate. So, okay. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he's numbers talk, and his he was doing his job. Like, I'm really. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> this not. may this may not. make him this may make him all upset and come with a bigger mm-hmm. chip on his shoulder that he just right. tears it up. Absolutely, and Carlos coming back. Yeah, right. for sure. Just makes and the Cubs. Happen. Yeah, and there are, I think more Cubs fans go to Cincinnati games than uh, mm-hmm. Reds fans. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, but I feel like that's going to be more impactful. Um, Chicago fans are, they come to, they Well, they'll get their wish at the end of oh, going into May. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a good series. time, yeah. Yeah, they're serious. What are your thoughts about the MLB's decision to go and uh, move the, not only the draft, but move the All-Star game, the MLB All-Star game, Home Run Derby, out of, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and and now it's in uh, going to be at Coors Field in Colorado because of the voter suppression um, that was signed into law there in the state of Georgia. What do you? What were your thoughts about the MLB making that decision 
mm-hmm. as a whole, because I promise you, and I know you've seen it too, how many people in the number one comment that I saw was baseball and politics should not even be meshing together. Yeah. Like baseball needs to be baseball. We're trying to alleviate ourselves as fans away from the crazy. Can we just go and get a $9 hot dog, a $6 thing of popcorn, and you know, a $6 thing of beer? Let me enjoy my team. Why does the pot, why do we have to have, you know, the MLB Manfred, you know, Rob Manfred be all involved in this, this decision making because of something that has nothing to do with baseball? What was your thoughts when that came down the pipe? Well, Red LB has been making some pretty awesome decisions lately. <laughs> that was my thought. I'm just like, the poli- yeah, that's the thing about sports is that politics and all that should not be in it. But I feel like he chose that. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he's losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are just over it. Like politics is politics and sports is sports. And that's just the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, is that, I don't really understand what the problem is. Like I, you should have to have an I in my so in my theory is like you need a, you need an ID for alcohol, you need an ID to for a, to open up an account, you need an ID for almost everything else. So Very why would yeah. you need one to vote? Mm-hmm. I don't really understand that. I just he chose that for no reason. Like he could just kept his mouth shut and let Georgia make a lot of money and and enjoy the all-star game. So when this, so now what's going to happen is that when we get to that point, that's what everybody's going to be talking about is this law that we shouldn't be talking about when everyone should be excited about the all-star game. So it's kind of, like, I don't get it. Like people are just not, not going to watch baseball. You're not going to get your $9 beer. Like I was really confused what the logic was mm-hmm. in him making that decision. And then when he was speaking to Congress about it, and then Ted Cruz goes after him and is like, so does that mean you're going to pull your uh, Augusta card? Because he like, has a membership to Augusta. Yeah, yeah. He just looked at him like he was stupid. Like, what? I'm going to do that? You know? Mm-hmm. And then like the MLB, like, you, you're exp- you have to have an ID to go get tickets at the stadium. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you need an ID to do? I just don't understand, like, why that's an issue. Right. And... You know, the people of, of Colorado, they're excited about it. They're, they're making a big deal yeah. of it, and they're, and they're taking advantage of the situation now that it's there in their backyard, their course. I feel so, bad for those. Yeah, I just feel bad for the small businesses in Georgia. I do, too. I do, too. Like, they're taking the hit. A massive one, and not, not to mention the pandemic. It's like, okay, cool, we're going to make our money back, you know, whatever. But, man. They're just losing so much money for no reason. Right. And they and he wonders why people are mad at him. Like you didn't need to go on camera and be like, we're not gonna be in Georgia. Mm. They're gonna take us somewhere else. Like that didn't make any right. sense to me. Right. Did you did you agree with that? I don't know how what your feeling I, I was. you know, it is it is such a, 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 a tricky situation when it comes to mm. politics being intertwined in sports. But people need to realize right. it's been like that for years. It's been, it's, it's, it's been like that for years. Uh, if people don't think politics and sports intertwine, I mean, I don't know what kind of rock that they, they've been under for the longest time when it comes to different laws, it comes to betting laws, uh, your visits to the White House if you become a championship team, um, different things. I mean, we're still going on. It could be a whole different show about equality and pay for women, yeah. for women's sport right. athletes. I mean, that has been brought up when the Obama administration has been uh, in there. 
not so much when the Trump administration is there in it, but it's been now revisited. Now the Biden administration's in there. Um, so I believe everybody has the right to vote. Everybody should not be restricted to vote. There's people that were in line in, in unbearable heat uh, at the voting polls. Oh yeah, in Arizona, all that. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, like that's your. That's the beauty of living in this country yes, is that that is your, your right to vote. Right. So you're why would people yeah. from their rights, and it's not right. No, it's not. They have an ID. Like I don't really understand. Right. Like it's not hard. Everybody carries one. Why is that a problem? But yeah, I mean, politics is in everywhere, in everything, in every business, and and sports is a business, and it's just mm -hmm. I get that, but it it's I don't understand. Mm -hmm. so I don't. I don't. I didn't get the logic. And and, and <clears throat> you know, hopefully that this will be looked back at and. When it comes to soon three and where we had almost three and a half years, where we have to vote again. Um, mm -hmm. That it won't be a, a mess. It won't be a chaotic mess uh, to go vote. You know, and everybody, you know, still practices the, and exercises their right to vote. And the thing that only concerned me, that 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 has concerned me about this being signed into law, is that people are not going to go vote because now it's restricted. And now they're like, well, I'm not going to go stand in line. Why? Why should I even bother? I'm not going to go and register. Why should I even bother? You know, and so I, I that's that's my my concern about it is that people are like, well, it is what it is. I'm not yeah. gonna go and vote, you know. So but the unintended consequence. Yes. Right, absolutely. Right. That that part right there. So you know, moving on with the different business aspect of it, we're looking now, I believe it's in a few weeks. Yeah, next week. Next week. Wow. Um, the NFL draft already. And yes. your boys are sitting at number five. Her boys are Cincinnati Bengals, my guys. Uh, hopefully they get it together. They pretty much gutted everybody out. You know, Stafford's gone. Marvin Jones Jr.'s gone. Galladay's gone. Uh, that's why Detroit Lions sitting at number seven. So we got all kinds of crazy that's been happening with the NFL. We had retirements happen. Uh, Edelman retired. Jordan Reed just announced his retirement. Alex Smith announced his retirement. Uh, you got all kinds of different crazy things Jeez. happening. Free agency. Uh, I saw that Giovanni Bernard is no longer on your your team. That I, I Sound the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. he's with yeah. the Bucks now. So you know, Tampa Brady and the Bucks. Uh, so get that eighth ring. Get yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, possibly could do it. I mean, Tom Brady's just straight up ageless. So with that being said, looking at the number five pick, if you were there in the war room with everybody and you're seeing all and and we got we got to backtrack a little bit because the combine was a little bit different, obviously because of you know, pandemic and COVID reasons, everybody went to their alma maters and did basically a combine slash pro day. And so it was hard for me because I'm used to seeing, you know, who got invited to this combine, you know, run rich run, you know, things that he done, does for St. Jude. I don't know if he's had it this year or not. Um, and, you know, seeing all the, the, the notables and who got invited and everything else was a little bit different this year. So, but then you heard a lot of names from their pro days at their alma maters just float around Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Mac Jones, um, you, you know, just the notables and possibly the top three. So with the number fifth pick that the Cincinnati Bengals has, give me who you think they should go after, why, and, you know, kind of make your case of their need sitting at the number fifth pick. Who, what is it that they need? Who is it that they need to basically complete uh, either offense or defense uh, that's necessary, 9 one, one. So 
So my, my man, my, my quarterback needs a line, need an offensive line. And even though uh, A.J. Green went to Arizona, as much as we need another wide receiver, mm-hmm. I feel like we uh, need a offensive um, lineman more than more than uh, Jamar. Um, Jamar. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. It could be yes, an LSU I, reunion. Yeah. Yes, which would be great. But I think that uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. Uh, I would. Ooh. I would take him. I think that he is a beast. I think that he just, um, I would, I take him over the boy from Oregon. I, I just think that he has better What's physicality. Pensei, I don't know. Pensei Sewell? Yeah. Uh, Pensei Sewell, yeah, from yeah. Oregon. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about him, but I like Rashawn Slater better. Honestly. Um, wow. Yeah, I I, I'm heard, not about I it. I haven't heard his name being tossed around a lot until, uh, actually until this week, I heard, I heard a little bit of good things about mm-hmm. him. And how he's yeah. moving up the the, the possible first round uh, selection ladder. So, wow, I just think five. that Northwestern is like it, their 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 um, team in general has gotten so much better over the past five years. I agree, just so much better. This past and season he, he just was really good. Attention. Oh yeah, they they were making they were making strides. Um, and he just signed a ten year extension, so something's working. Something's working there. And so I just think that we need to like do something different. Something's got to work because Burrow needs a. <laughs> please, for the love of God, like we <laughs> need I mean, offensive. Joey B got that long, long, Man. long surgical scar on that oh, knee. He's so, ready. He is. He's uh, uh, I saw the pictures with the new the new uniforms. And yeah, what's your thoughts about that? Well, what's the new the new unis? What do you like about that? They're okay. I mean, I like the white one out of all of them, but I mm-hmm. I just feel like they weren't different enough i feel like it, it didn't really catch yeah. my eye i don't know i like the new white, unis, the white new hat. attitude possibly yeah. new new let's attitude. go i mean it's new season hopefully we can go to some games and, mm-hmm. and that ten dollar beer and <laughs> and kill it this fall but but i do think an offensive line is what we need and then we do need a wide receiver since aj green signed with the cardinals which they look like they're going to be a force yes they're looking yeah, they're loading up. So they're loading up. That'll be interesting this who fall. Who else, Absolutely. Rachel? Who else besides the 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 one that you picked at number five? Who else would you like to see possibly fall? Because how many picks do you all have in the first round? Just one. I, I think just one. Just one. I'm not 100 percent sure. But we don't have a lot. I don't think. Who has the most picks? I'm not 100 percent sure, but we don't have that many. Mm. I don't think until like later on in the draft, mm-hmm. but. But I, I just think that the offense is what we hope somebody's watching some tape because <laughs> please fall, just hit somebody. I don't understand. <laughs> Protect your man. I, I think it's going to be – I think this, this draft is going to be an interesting one because there are some notables that are coming out there. Yeah. Um, but as always, you always get your diamonds in the rough around the third to sixth round. Mm-hmm. It's it's right around. It's more so the third, fourth round is where you find your ones that make some noise in the NFL. I mean, we saw that with Russell Wilson a few years back when he came out of Wisconsin, and you know now look at his success now. Um, Hall of Famer for sure. You know, we, there, there's so many of them that uh, um, hopefully that he's fully healed and he can do something with the Dallas Cowboys. But when he's healthy and he's on it, Dak Prescott. Um, 
will possibly do something. We saw Lamar Jackson, even though he was the tail end of the first round, uh, go out and he had that huge chip on his shoulder. We could have had him. Oh yep. my gosh, we yep. <laughs> could have had him. I was going to, I was going to talk <laughs> to you about that because I was like, y'all could have had him. Like, like I know it. she <laughs> is just. <laughs> I'm like, she yeah. is beside herself. Oh, yeah. I'm yelling at the TV. You already know. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this draft. It's in Cleveland. Ohio's mm-hmm. going to make some money. You know, it should be It should be fun. It should be a good, thing, good, interesting thing to watch. So, and especially, like, not from last year when Roger Goodell's in his. Easy chair in his, his den. Dear <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Like, this is so boring. You know, it's getting some type of normality back. So it, it should be very interesting. I like that it's in Cleveland. So, you know, yeah. if anybody wants to, hopefully they, I don't know what the capacity that they're letting people in, but um, right. they're absolutely a blast. Been to one. They're, they're a good time. So I don't know how they're going to do that this year, allowing people in, you know, of how many percentage of people that they're going right. to let in. So it's going to be a good Especially time. Outside the party. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be a good time. Sure. Jacksonville, do you think that Trevor Lawrence is a number one lock for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Ooh, that I, was. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. If Justin Fields, Ohio State might be, you know, it might not be him. I don't know. I mean, it probably will be mm-hmm. Lawrence, but just for like, why not? Just to be like, huh? Who? What'd you say? <laughs> What's the number one pick? For those who have not been paying attention, here is your first round in the order of the first round. <laughs> right. The Jaguars got the first pick. Then it was this the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, then Lord. The, the San Francisco 49ers are up to number three from, yeah. uh, I believe it was a, a trade from the uh, Miami Dolphins that got it from the Houston right. Texans. Four is the Falcons. Five is your beloved Bengals. Six, the Miami Dolphins. Um, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles seven is my Lions which please football gods almighty don't let my team screw it up eight is Carolina Panthers nine the Broncos and then 10 here I live in Texas so it's the Dallas Cowboys uh, with the number 10 pick so right. anything can happen who knows Jacksonville, know. Jacksonville's got a couple of picks this round they got a couple right. of picks in the first round they got another pick at number 25 uh, the Jets have another pick at number 23. Uh, I mean, uh, Jets are, they're struggling. I don't know. I just think Miami's the Miami's got a couple coach. of picks, so. Yeah. I don't know. Jacksonville, the coach, Mervin Myers, I don't know. I just, it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see if he can, like college and NFL are you're dealing with grown men and not like college kids. So it's like, I don't know. I, I don't, it's going to be, he hasn't coached in a while. Mm-hmm. I think that, I don't know. It took him a while to sign a contract. So I, I just, that will yeah. be it definitely. It did take him a while. It did yeah. take him a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without, yeah, without including the draft, without even yeah. thinking of the draft and so mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And, and going off of free agency, all the trades, um, mm-hmm. you know, teams that, that or players that have retired, um, who do you see could make a statement this fall coming up? Which, which team? team do I think? Which team? I think Carolina. Um, mm. who they just took, um, they just took, oh my gosh, I have a brain fart. Um, the quarterback from, why can't I think of his name? 
Did you sign Bridgewater? Oh my gosh, Teddy Bridgewater just came back, and I I think that that is going to be interesting. Their new their coach, mm-hmm. they, they, he's making a lot of culture uh, changes. Um, I just think that's going to be definitely a team that's going to make the news a lot this um, this fall, for sure. Um, Seattle was I was kind of shocked that people were talking about how they're going to trade Russell Wilson, your man. I was very confused. I was surprised that. about that. But then yeah. under the radar, uh-huh. I didn't know um, that they uh, traded, what was it, Shaquille Griffin. Yeah. I didn't know that he, like, quietly mm-hmm. went to another team, quietly got a bunch of money. I'm like, yeah. Good for him. what are they doing? <laughs> right. And then, then Chicago, Chicago, I know. Then <laughs> Chicago, then Trubisky went to uh, the Bills, right? Yeah. And then they took Andy Dalton. As their quarterback, as a former Cincinnati Bengal, I'm like, how how did Chicago even come into play? I was really like flabbergasted by that. I'm like, huh? Where did he go? Because I know he went to Dallas, a one year contract, and then he signed contract with Chicago. And I'm like, he's got some culture issues up there. And I'm just like, where did that come from? Mine is mine is a surprising one, and probably I'm going to gain a lot of fans off of this one. I'm curious to see what the Colts are going to do. Because now they have Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. You know, he's now off it. Right. You knew the move was coming with him and uh, Jason Kelsey and uh, Zach Ertz were the last three to leave the field. And, you know, the cameras was on them and they released all that and everything else. And he's just like, okay, when you have something like that, it's either a conversation of two things. It was nice playing with you. Hope you do well. Good luck in the future. Or... What is it that we're going to do to revamp our team? The latter was not that conversation. Somebody or somebody's was moving away from that squad, despite right. the fact that, you know, we saw a lot of coaches, coaching changes. Yeah, um, no head coach, new head coach, yeah. culture problems. Yeah. How do you go from winning the Super Bowl to, like, you know, you so, struggling. yeah. Struggling. Everybody need to change. They didn't want to pay that. They didn't want to pay that mass amount of money. Right, and I think that, Indianapolis Colts is going to do something special with him. May not be this season. I think that they possibly may get into the playoffs um, and get a wild card, possibly, depending on, you know, what key pieces they do add into this draft. But I, I just think the new atmosphere, new culture, and people, you can, you can challenge me all you want to talk about, well, they get paid a million dollars or a whole bunch of money and their contract's $24 million. You know, fifty million dollars to do what they do, and blah blah blah. And they shouldn't worry about the culture. The culture has to do with the players' mental and the way that they play. It all the team has to gel together. It can't be just about one because the years that I've been watching football, and you've been watching football, and many fans that I have talked to have seen teams that look like it was just one or two people showing up for the job, and the rest of them tapping out. I saw it with my squad when a certain uh, coach that shouldn't have been hired with the pencil behind his ear for three, two in the quarter, three seasons. It shouldn't have been part of that team. And that team was toxic. And I saw it on the TV itself. When I had my guy who's upset, it still is not on our team, Darius Slay. Basically, he's trying to MP. Right. Up up the team. And then Darius Slay was like, so when can we leave? Like all of them tune him out. It's so cold. The, the, the atmosphere, the culture of the locker room, the team itself, that is 100% important. 
Right. So you're the coach that we don't want to talk about. He stayed for like three or four seasons, right? And had a almost almost three seasons, yeah. Right. But then then he could stay. But then Coach Braden Combs, he gets fired. The former um, assistant coach for the Bengals gets fired from Detroit for one play. But you're going to let this one coach stay for three seasons that doesn't win anything. How does that make sense? Logic, right. Go go back to logic. But, yeah, Yeah. that's crazy, right? Right. I know, crazy. Yeah. So, everything. And you know for sure we're going to revisit this after the draft happens. The draft starts on uh, – uh, April 25th goes to April 25th, April 29th. So you already know, uh, Rachel and I and some other sports fans, we're going to be talking about this. We're going to see who's the picks, the winners, the losers. I'm going to have some guests come back on the podcast and talk about it. Um, some former NFL players to come back on here and talk about who they thought were the uh, winners, losers of the NFL draft. But before we go, we got to give some shout outs. Um, and I want to know what you're doing this weekend. Um, uh, all kinds of events happening. I know you guys are playing baseball, but tonight, and I don't know by the time this podcast airs, who knows, but today being 420, Taco Tuesday for many people, but for other people, it's Puff Puff Pass. So Versus is having Method Man versus Red Man today on his Versus channel, on Instagram, on his, on Triller, I believe, and uh, other um, streaming services where you can watch Red Man and Method Man. Basically, I don't see these as battles. I always see these as celebrations. So I don't know if you're going to be tuning in that. I may catch a little bit of it. Maybe. I just hope it's not one knockout punch. That's all I'm saying. I just feel bad those people that spent all that money. I'm like, what just happened? I spent $100. <laughs> what did I just watch? Versus, I want my money back. Right. Versus battle. So. Yeah. Hopefully, right. it's going to be a good one. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I love music. It's a good one. I love musical celebrations like that because Versus has never let me down. Especially they did one where it was Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers. Yes, I know you're in heaven. <laughs> still, still. Shout out yes. to Mike Tomlin. He got an extension with the Steelers, so shout out to him. Well deserved. All him. you Steelers fans that are crying about, well, he's never going to win another one. He just likes average. He's not had a losing season. So. What's the problem? He's coming from a Bengals fan. 15, seasons, 15 right. seasons with the team has not had a losing season. Yes, he's not had a title in a while, but he's. He has he a title. Is, he has a title. It's on his resume. So what's the problem? I haven't had one. We haven't had one in four, at all. So what's the problem? And, and how many coaches has the Steelers hired <laughs> right. in the past several years? He's the yeah, right. third. Right, third and from '69, right? I saw that 1969. Three coaches. Three coaches. We've had. I don't even know how. Can't even count them. Hopefully, I don't my, even know. my Detroit Lions will learn from that with Dan Campbell. Yes. Dan Campbell will be with the team for. Well. And I've watched yeah. the most incredible basketball game last night, and I just don't think that he's human. Shout out to Steph Curry. Um, yes, he went against his brother's team, the 76ers, putting up another 40 burger. I believe it was 44 points last night. Just absolutely outstanding. He. If he's not an MVP again, I don't know what to tell you. All the different things that are happening and the adjustments that we're making with the COVID and, and, the, and the protocols and everything else. So you say what you want. The court is shorter. Athletes are running faster and everything else. But he did this before the age of 33. I believe he's either 33 or 32. And, and just another consistent night of 40 points on there. I, I, he's, my, he's my MVP. I don't see anybody else taking that from him I, I just don't I don't yeah I mean he's he's flat out I don't know what else to say I mean he's he got one scholarship offer one Davidson what one and like oh he's weak he's this he's that 
best shooter ever. Ever. Period. Period. And yes, at he first Period. first round Hall of Famer. He's a he's got nothing else to there's nothing else to prove. He yeah, just turned thirty three. I think he's a little older than me. Yeah. He just turned thirty three. He's got three chips. He's one of the best coaches. Mm-hmm. He I I don't know. Yeah, Draymond, you got the squad. There's yeah. a squad. I mean, imagine if he had, um, what you call it? Who, who's uh, who's oh, her? Oh my God! If Clay Thompson was, oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be a wrap. Thank huge. you. Yes. It'd be a wrap. It'd be a wrap. Would, and they're still in. I think they're sitting uh, eighth or ninth in in their in their conference. They're sitting in eighth or ninth they, spot. They make the playoffs. Absolutely, they make the, 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 the postseason. So yeah. Talk about how they won't make that. I mean, you got Mr. Stephen Curry. Yeah. What else do you need? Or I mean, Stephen Curry. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Period. Carolina boy, yes. Period. <laughs> before we, before I let you go, Rachel. Um, yeah. We're four months, almost soon to be five months into this year, and start stuff. Things are starting to open up. Ballparks are starting to open up. You now we got the draft coming up and everything else, and we have been talking about it for for a while of sports bringing some kind of normalcy. And I want to know from you as we wrap up here, what is something in 2021? that you hope that will bring you a sense of normalcy uh, away from the sports, away from the things that you love. But what is it that as you sit outside and enjoy, you know, the, the, the sunshine and, and, and embrace, what is it that you, that, that, that brings you calm, that brings you peace, that brings you, uh, you know, normalcy? When I saw the Rangers opening day uh, pictures, that it was a full, stadium i was just like that is what i'm talking about that is exactly what this world like this country slowly but surely needs to be like coming together watching a game drinking that ten dollar beer and just enjoying the little things i think it we all hopefully everyone learns something from this this pandemic for the past 16 months is that it's really the little things that matter in life you know, drinking this coffee, this $5 coffee, ten, drinking that $10 beer, or just watching just something that you love and appreciate. And I, you know, it's a, it, taking things for granted. I just feel like people are appreciating things more in general in life. It's Don't way too short. Life is just way too short. Yeah. Life is just way too short. Mm-hmm. We're sitting outside and just the, um, the, sp- uh, the trees turning purple and, you know, the just the whole vibe of fresh air is just calming. And I just, hopefully we all have learned that over the past 16 months. I agree. I you? agree. That, that's just perfect. Rachel Wanamaker, thank you, my yeah. friend. We will definitely keep in back. contact because, like I said, the draft is coming up yes. the April 25th through 29th. We'll have I so love much more sports adventures to talk about and everything else. And good luck to your Cincinnati Reds. Good luck to hopefully your Cincinnati Bengals make great decisions sitting at number five because, you know, you and I are going to chat about it. Pray for my team sitting at number seven to make a smart decision and not get another wide receiver because we don't need it. <laughs> we, no, 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 you don't. You're, uh, Jeff, um, your golf boy, his, he, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Your new, your new quarterback, so we'll see. And I, you know, I just hope we have a lot more fans this upcoming fall and we can all just sip that beer better, you know. We will. But uh, I love your I love your podcast. I just think this is a great thing for you, and uh, and I just appreciate you, Marissa. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you, Rachel.
Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate you taking the time to watch this uh, episode as well as to listen. Make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends all about us. And as I always end the show, take care. Stay safe. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Look all you ever gotta say is Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Look all you ever gotta say is